It's like she barreled out. Where did the, you find this? Don't ask me. Over pulling my pants off. Oh no! Oh you no! Know? It felt good. Oh, I admitted it felt good. I blew my load. <laughs> I don't know how oh I'm going to get over dude. this. <laughs> 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 the only thing I can do is keep coming yeah. back here. I freaking love Just, it. One day I'm going to see that Sasquatch. I'll see that Bigfoot. She'll be sorry for what she did to me. Jesus Christ. Welcome, everybody, to episode... Fuck, I forgot to write down the episode number because I always forget. 15? 15. God, we already did 15. It's so crazy. Welcome, everybody. Hope you guys are having a fantastic day, night. Better than all of us, I can imagine. Um, but yeah, Bigfoot is real. Boris is here. Uh, and shields. Yeah. And hey. Family Gachi. What's up? How are you guys doing? Hey, stank fist. How was your guys' last week? This whole this whole last week, how was it? It's been a rough ah, start to the week, it's, but it's right. It's all right. It's all right. Last week was good. Boring compared to your last week. Yep, that's right. That's right. Uh, I'll I'll save mine for the end, I guess. What? So, um, I'm trying to think. If there's anything else off the top of the uh. Top of the head here that I can throw out there, but I ain't got shit. What you guys been playing? Let's start with, uh, let's go with fam. Let's go with fam. Fam, what you been playing? I honestly haven't played too much this week. I played, uh, just started streaming recently, so I played some GTA 5. That was a rough start. A lot of dropped frames. Shields and Boris helped out a lot with that, though. When did you, when did you build your Uh, new rig? It was over the past month I began more parts. When did you actually like fully assemble everything though? Over the past month, I've been getting more parts. All right, <laughs> all right. I just like well, tore your C- CPU was the first uh, thing I upgraded, then GPU, then RAM, then power supply. What'd you do with your uh, uh, with all your old stuff? Then motherboard. Uh, it's now downstairs hooked up to my TV. Okay. That's kind of my plan was to make a TV box that I could play games on because I have a Steam Link. Thing's a piece of shit. <gasps> Works awful. I I like my Steam Link. Thank you very much. The lag, it's just. Well, are you doing wired or wireless? I do wired a lot of time, but even then, I have wireless controllers that sync up with Bluetooth. They're Xbox One S controllers. They drop all the time from that thing. Really? Yeah. Maybe, maybe you just got a Bootsy one, bro. I got my PS4 controllers work fine. Oh, yeah, no, I have a PS4 controller. That works great. It's the Xbox One S controllers that don't work well. Well, then there you go, fam. There's your problem. Yeah, so Steam Link shit. <laughs> <laughs> They're fucking five. They could give, give them away for like five bucks now, dude. Yeah, no, I got it when it was like crazy cheap. Yeah, I remember the sale they did like recently, and it was like a dollar or something <laughs> stupid. Yeah, it was after shipping and handling and everything. It was less than $8 for my Steam Link, I think. Or it might have been $8. Right around $8 for the Steam Link. And I'm like, well, I can't say no. <laughs> hey, for what it does, 8 bucks, not that bad. Oh, yeah, no. I'll take it for that price. But I wouldn't pay like the 40 or whatever it typically is. Oh, Mr. Boris, what have you been playing, my good friend? So I played a little bit more Black Squad. Um, I go on and off with that. But um, I hit it pretty hard uh, this past weekend. Had a lot of fun. They had a custom 
mm-hmm. Halloween in-game PVE event, which is basically waves of zombies, which is hella hard, but a lot of fun with four cool. people. Um, so yeah, I'm having a lot of fun with that. They expanded the maps and stuff that are in like the team deathmatch modes and stuff like that. So have fun with that. And then I actually got to finish Visage. And that's that horror Ooh. game that I started last week. I, I started, I got halfway through it and I was like, fuck, this is too scary. I, I pushed through it this weekend. I got through it, finished Visage. Chapter one, it's early access. So there's going to release three more chapters, or sorry, two more chapters to be three total chapters. And I would say for an early access, you know, tagged release, I would give it definitely like a, a seven or eight out of 10 for that because it was one of the more polished early access games I played, especially for horror. Cause God, there's so many of those. If you, if you had to categorize it like a, like what type of horror game, like what would you categorize it under? Like, like what would you relate it to the most? Mm, atmospheric horror. And I mean, it kind of has a walking simulator. It's a little bit more like investigative, okay. um, but I would say atmospheric horror. Um, it's got jump scares in it though. Like crazy though. Seen, what was what was that clip with a dancing zombie girl? <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's a, that's an Easter egg. That was the, the Easter egg. That at the was end. great. <laughs> the, uh, Silent Hill, Silent Hill room, and like, yeah. Oh, so good. I have to say, I stopped by Boris's stream, right? <laughs> and the first thing I see him do is bathe in a bathtub full of blood. <laughs> oh, <laughs> mm. mm-hmm. yep. And, and then, then I started playing to... the game. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> IRL uh, body painting stream. Oh, I was gonna say just chatting. It's just chatting now. Right. <laughs> That's too funny. No, uh, it it was uh, it was good. I mean, it, there's there's gonna be a lot more to it. Um, they're gonna add a couple more chapters, so I'm definitely looking forward to those. I have no idea when the rest are gonna come out, though. Hmm. I feel. I hope. Maybe. Hmm, I figure with uh, obviously Halloween being tomorrow. Um, I hope that you know with after the holiday actually passes, it doesn't affect their sales any. I'm pretty sure it will, though. I mean, it, it's got a lot of buzz. There's a lot of people playing it right now, which is good, and they released it at a pretty good time, and there really isn't a whole lot of com- of recent competition right now. Like, if people are looking for horror games and stuff, it's on Steam for, like, 25 bucks USD, which is kind of a lot for a, those types of games, but I would say this this one's definitely worth it, especially if they release the addition the um the two thirds more content that they've laid out. I think it's worth it. Hmm. Um. Now, who wants to go first, me or you, Shield? Do you want me to talk about TwitchCon first before you start talking about the game? Uh, yeah, you can talk about TwitchCon, then we'll talk about the game. Yeah, and, uh, go into game releases. So I took last week off of streaming because I had a lot of stuff I needed to get done in prep and for after and whatnot, blah, blah, blah. But um, I spent uh, three days, well, two and a half technically, down in San Diego, or San Diego, Jesus, San Jose, or Santa Clara, however you want to say it, uh, for TwitchCon. And it was my first TwitchCon. Uh, Overall, I had a really good experience. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to, like, I had fucking massive anxiety the day before because... I wasn't sure if I was actually going to meet anybody or meet with anybody. It was more like, you know, the kind of anxiety you get as a kid before you go to like Disneyland or some bullshit like that. But yeah, it was like, it was, you, you it, sent me a DM and I kind of got that. Like, yeah. Feel. Yeah. Um, 
is it's just because you know it's a little intimidating like i went down initially the whole plan was to go with my wife and that's who i wanted to go with because you know she's my partner in crime what can i say and uh you know after some plans for babysitters fell through and whatnot i there i am down i honestly that this is the first time i have left the house by myself in another county and actually stayed the night somewhere in 14 years because i've I'm a poor boy, you know, like I don't, I don't, I don't get out much. So, you know, it was a little intimidating for me. And then, uh, so most of that, I only had a one day pass. So most of Friday, I just kind of went around cruising around, checking some stores out and whatnot, kind of, you know, get a vibe for the scene and whatnot. Uh, ate me a nice meatball sub. And then, um, Saturday got my ass up nice and early. Luckily the, I, which I heard on Friday, I heard the lines for Twitch convert, like to get, just to get your badge were fucking ridiculous. Um, oh yeah, uh, I saw some pictures. Friend of the stream, I'm sure, it's like that every year. Ah, I heard this line. I heard this was a lot worse than the previous year. So uh, they even sent out an update. You go to which what? It's gonna have crazy yeah. lines. Well, I agree, but like even like Twitch sent out an update Friday that they were like, so we heard that this was really ra- uh, bad. So we're gonna try to fix that for like Saturday and stuff. Like I yeah. even got an email and. It's like, holy shit, how bad is it over there? People dude? waited in line for five hours to get their badge. Holy so shit. if they were showing up eight and eight or nine o'clock, they were there till like two or three and then basically missed a half a day of going around. The yeah, that would so. piss me off so much. Dude, the amount of money people probably paid, like especially if people flew in across the country and they're already missing a half of a day. Yeah, I'd be fucking furious, dude. Um, How do they handle yeah. the badges? Do they like print your name on the spot? Uh, yeah, basically, yes. So uh, <laughs> I just imagine like people rummaging through boxes. What's your name? Bad luck, Bebop. Oh, <laughs> hold on, what's that? Yeah, so they scanned a QR code from an email that I had, and then that's all they needed—just a photo ID, and then yeah, just printed out. So as far as the actual process goes, it wasn't that bad, but just the lines and like the the staff—you could tell they're kind of having trouble. Um, getting people to get in the proper lines. Like they had lines for affiliates only partners, only uh, community only. And I don't know. It just, it didn't seem that bad I, the, on Saturday. I got up early, went like at eight, eight thirty. got there, gotten in really fast, got my badge, all that stuff like that. And I was in lickety split. But then as soon as I get in, they didn't open up the fucking doors to the expo hall or, or the artist alley or anything like that until like nine 30, almost 10 o'clock. So everybody that got there early, anticipating that the lines were going to be horrendous again, got their shit, but then we all just stand around waiting. So, you know, I'm thinking there's this huge line going around, you know, all along the wall around the entire fucking uh, convention center that I thought was, you know, I thought, you know, you would think they're going to let everybody in the expo hall kind of in a uniform line, right? Through one door. Right. So I went to the back of the line. I stood there and this is probably, this was a great indicator for how... (laughs) the day started for me so uh i'm sitting there in line you know just sitting there doing my own thing waiting and all of a sudden people start moving and i'm like oh sweet they must have opened it up fuck yeah so i'm I'm pumped up i'm excited i'm like so me and (laughs) me and probably 30 other people dude 30 to 40 other people start walking and there's a staff member i don't know if she worked for the convention center or actually for twitch and you know a nice lady with a british accent she's like come on everybody come on the corner yes move along come on keep it moving keep it moving and i made the joke i said it's it's like herding cattle isn't it she said no comment and uh so she all of a sudden we get to where the i start looking to my right and i'm like the line that was already there is not moving and all of a sudden my line of people that were going just 
slowly start breaking off and just start wandering. And then we start talking. We're like, did they? Did somebody just lead us to fucking nowhere? And yeah. So it's like one or two people started moving and 30 to 40 people started following. And, and then I, oh, I did oh, nothing. No. <laughs> so I just sat there until the doors it opened up. It is like herding cattle. It, yeah. <laughs> Everybody but, just followed the pack. Pretty much. So uh, other than that, you know, I will say this, the, like when the expo hall opened up, it was fun. You know, it was kind of cool, kind of drinking everything in, kind of getting a good vibe for what it was. I will say this, the vendors that were there, um, I wasn't, I wasn't too impressed with the amount of vendors that were there because for me, I'm thinking convention. I'm thinking there's going to be a lot of games that are going to be on display that, you know, will want to get their hands, you know, obviously streaming is a very big platform and could, could, you know, has a high amount of potential for a small, you know, game, game studio. Right. Um, but there's just a lot of weird stuff there, man. Like for me personally, I'm not into black desert. I'm not into fucking, uh, what was it called? Battle, right? Is that what it is? Battle, right? I don't know. No yeah. clue. Yeah, it's it's like a MOBA style. They're trying to push a battle royale game mode into, and um, yeah, I think it's like a MOBA, something like that. But just a lot of really weird games. They had that one. Uh, oh god, have you guys seen the trailer for uh, or any info for that the baby baby royale? Have you seen that? <laughs> Is what? this a joke? Are you kidding? No, it's a legit fucking game where you play as babies, but it, babies that have full grown facial hair, they're riding around in cars and they're like punching each other full, full VR, everything like that. And like just VR makes a bit more sense. Demoing honestly. games that honestly, like I'm looking at all this shit. And I'm like, dude, this game is going to last maybe a week outside of early access. And then these guys like it's a just, gag game. Yeah, that's all it is. There's no longevity. <laughs> oh with my that God, this stuff. game looks amazing. Shut up, Shields. <laughs> Stupid. Shields your babies and you digital deluxe edition for eighty five hundred dollars. <sighs> so yeah, I'm gonna get a diaper with my purchase. <laughs> a fucking golden diaper. It's a pre order bonus. <laughs> so so uh you know, between that and there was a lot of G Fuel everywhere. There's people handing out free Red Bulls, which I thought was cool. There was a Pac-Man Battle Royale, which I thought was, you know, neat. Uh, Guess, I don't know if you know the clothing line Guess, but Guess was there, and they were trying to push an eSports brand of clothing. Oh, God, that hurt seeing that shit. Yikes. There was a big Sea of Thieves booth where they just had tons of, like, pirate-themed shit. I'm like, it just honestly, okay. it was just That's all over. cool. Yeah, it was just, it was all over the place and but uh even I'm trying to think what else i'm trying to think i'm running through my head so hunt showdown was there that was probably honestly the best experience i had was like checking out the hunt uh, showdown booth got to talk to one of the devs and kind of the stuff that they're oh, stuff they're working didn't they on. release a new map they did it's in early access as of right now i actually got to play on it and i played <gasps> i got to play and i fucking won dude i killed the boss i killed the butcher and i extracted which is fucking dope and i killed two hunters nice. too so um, nice. it got to the point where cool. the devs knew they could obviously tell I've played before. I had like, like four or five devs behind me watching me the entire time. Got a hunt showdown t-shirt, which I thought was pretty dope. Uh, got some pans and some swag for free. Yeah, dude. For free, baby. Oh, that's fucking yeah. cool. And, um, it was cool. Cause like, you know, sitting there talking with some of the devs and like some of the stuff they have planned for the game. Um, it's pretty dope. So for like new players, basically, you know, they're creating classes. They kind of give everybody a chance to play with you know, a sniper rifle, a shotgun, maybe stuff you wouldn't have access to right from the get-go in the beginning of the game. So, you know, you can kind of try stuff out. Uh, but yeah, other than that, you know, that was cool. I, I had some I had some guys from this, I think it's called Granite, a program that they were trying to, <clears throat> if they end up listening to this, like I said, you know, I bear no ill will. I just think that the pro, something like this might not be 
fit for mainstream use, especially amongst all streamers. But uh, they were talking to me and they wanted to pick my brain a little bit about a, some software that they were working on or a program where basically it was, they were asking me a lot about community engagement and how, you know, how do I communicate with my community on like what games and like, how do you, when you play games with your community, how do you set something like that up? Basically their whole pitch was, well, we want to set something up where people have to pay to play with you. And what? <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Yeah, and I'm. I told them exactly. I told them, dude. I told the first thing I told them was like, when you add monetization in order to like, I know if I introduce something like that to my community, it would be an immediate turnoff. Immediate. Yeah. You know, it would yeah. be that way to any community. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, like, I, I I have my way of setting stuff up like that, and I don't know. It was a. Uh, <clears throat> it was unique, but it it if anything that kind of cemented for me that it shows. Especially with the keynote, how many how many concurrent viewers a day did did the CEO say that Twitch is pulling in like five six million viewers daily? Some crazy amount uh, like that. Yeah. I forget it. Concurrent, yeah. Concurrent, yeah. So and he said, right, what was it like in the top top five? If they were to compare it to cable companies, they would be like in the top five. Some crazy stat like that. Yeah, so I believe it. I, with that many viewers coming in to Twitch. Uh, there, it's obviously a very you know, lucrative market because there's not, you know, people are obviously trying to find out what works and what doesn't work within that, within, uh, within that site and you know, streaming in general. So there, I saw a lot of companies there, like you had, uh, Bebo, a couple of them, I think one of them was called like live interactive, like basically a bunch of companies that are trying to compete with OBS, but you know, kind of all like, <laughs> like they're like stream elements. They're trying to like com compete with stream elements and OBS. So they're creating their own proprietary, uh, hardware or software. That allows you know for people to stream, but not only that, but like ways to monetize and all this other dumb shit like that. Like it's a lot of stuff. I'm like, this just, I don't know. That's what I love about OBS is it's literally open broadcast software. It's free. You can modify it. You can make your own version of it. You can do anything with oh, it. Oh, and, and yeah, all exactly. the plugins and stuff that people drop in there are yep. fucking sweet, dude. So you know, you know that um, I got. What was the interaction with like other streamers like? So. For me personally, when I went there, one thing I noticed, and this is one thing that I definitely will take note for next time, do not go unless you are, do not go by yourself at all. Like, this is just me personally. It depends. You know, if you go by yourself, maybe you fucking, you live it up, man. I saw, I think I've, I've seen a couple people there that, you know, they were just chatty Cathy's. They're perfectly fine going up talking to anybody over anything. I'm not that type of person because I don't, I don't like intruding in other people's personal spaces like that. So, uh, Clicky is how I'd put it. There was a lot of clicks there. You'd see a lot of groups walking around in groups of three, four, fives. And obviously, that's if that was me, if I had planned where I had people going who I was friends with, hell yeah, I'd be wandering the floor with them. But thankfully, I met up with some people, um, Mr. Hot Dog Milkshake, uh, his wife, uh, Amanda Hugs and Kisses, and uh, Elsinia were, were three um, community members, either from you know my community or from uh, Cliffy, which I also met with Cliffy, walked around with him a lot. Um, and... Uh, yeah, that, that, that definitely changed the experience for me because for the first like two hours, I walked around by myself. And I was kind of like, well, you know, after spending most of my time at the hunt booth, after walking around, talking to those other guys, you know, kind of got a good first impression of it. But then after walking around by myself, uh, I slowly started to realize like, this kind of sucks. <laughs> Just kind of being by yourself, like not being able to share this, share this experience with anybody that you're close to, you know? So, but after I ended up getting right. some people to walk around with, you know, going out to lunch and stuff like that, like it totally changed the experience for me and it was a lot of fun. Um, 
But over, overall, I think the venue, I don't, I think that they need to have vendor. Guess esports has no fucking purpose being there. I'm sorry. Who the fuck, after being at that booth, I, I'm not going to immediately think like, oh, I need to check out Guess's esports line. You know, there's a lot of vendors there that I think that they, they could have definitely served their, uh, their community a lot better by having different brands that I think would have gelled a lot more. But like I said, it's the wild, wild west out there. I think a lot of brands are trying to figure out if their company or, or name fits in that space or realm. So, um, other than that, you know, it was cool. There was a Fortnite tent. I did not go in the Fortnite tent because yep. Ninja had his own bus and his own merch and his own team selling his own merch and a huge display of Ninja underwear, which I posted on Instagram if you haven't seen that. So, um, that was, that was weird. Yeah. Uh, there was also a strike going on at the hotel right next to the convention center. So that was you know, every time you walk up, you hear, you know, a strike, a strike for all the, ho the hotel workers. So. Uh, I'm trying to think what else happened. Um, that was really it. I didn't do any of the meet and greets. Honestly, that's not my deal. Uh, also, too, I'm not one of the type of people that's going to run up and be like, dude, take a fucking selfie with me. What's up, bro? You know, I'm not one of those guys either. So uh, it was a very good experience. And after seeing kind of like how partners that were walking around and like seeing how Twi partners were interacting with Twitch staff and kind of like kind of seeing people who've been in the game for a while. And you could tell, obviously, like, I don't know, it... it made me realize a lot about me like where i need to be as a streamer and where like i don't know like where i want to be eventually so um did, other you, than that, did you see anybody famous at all uh i saw he's from the PUBG community i saw wtf moses i mean i saw shroud on the esports stage i saw ninja on the esports stage i saw dr loop on the esports stage um who else did i see i saw a couple other broadcasters mighty, mighty that, mouse was there as well yeah actually believe it or not uh that was the ufc fighter right yeah. Yeah. Believe it or not, actually, Cliffy was walking by, and they actually pulled him on stage. He got to play with Mighty Mouse on on the esports stage. Which yeah, is pretty I saw cool. A backstage pick of that. That looks so cool. Yeah, it was, pre what it was pretty. What were they cool. playing? Call of Duty. Oh, okay. So, I was about to say if they were playing PUBG. <laughs> that was that was across the street, man. That, I, yeah, that felt that was kind of like it's it's yeah. Anyway, um, but I'm trying to think of anybody else. I saw you know a couple streamers that like i've known only because just from cruising around on twitch and checking out who's the top in their category but for the most part you could tell definitely excuse me a lot of the partners stuck to the partner lounge you know would walk around like it was very like i don't know just nobody i really knew personally and it was just uh kind of people i've seen just here and there nothing nothing to write home about though you know so synopsis go with friends is basically yeah you will have a way better experience if you go with friends you will have a way better experience if you are you know if you're a part of a larger community where you know a lot of those other members are going then it'll be um it'll be a lot better and also get a three-day pass don't get a one-day pass whatever you do i i i would not have minded going to that uh twitch party that they had on friday but i could not participate because i only had a saturday badge so there are certain events and things that you will get locked out of if you do not purchase a three-day pass. So next year, and also too personally, like for me, I think that's the best way to go because I would want to go every single day because I feel like there's a lot more opportunities every day. Different people are going to be there different days. And I feel like if you really want to get a full experience, if you're a broadcaster especially, then go for all three days because you will, you know, you will only benefit if you do that. So um, but yeah, more venues, Twitch, more vendors, that uh, uh, gel better with your community, you know, that might, you know, pique the interest more of your community, M more video games, please, for the love of God, and uh, less, less Fortnite, please, less Fortnite. 
That's that's their big money maker. Fortnite <laughs> and, that, and Ninja. And that's just, it. Just make a Ninja Con and then put Fortnite in it. Oh, please, like the guy has his own <laughs> bus on the corner of the street, dude. Wait, he does. He did. He did a uh, convention in Vegas. <sighs> God damn it! Yeah, really? It was like, yeah, it was ninety nine. <clears throat> he had like a bunch of people there where like he was doing like everybody versus it and he was still winning like well because they're all six-year-olds dude he's beating the fuck out of kids <laughs> so oh that's another thing a lot of children were there kidding. dude a lot of children like i'm talking we're like talking six seven eight nine-year-old children were there what? yes a lot i don't know how many times like i was lot. i was walking by and i'm like boop and i'm like oh i'm sorry but and i had to look down because Fucking Danny DeVito down there is like bumping into my legs. Like all these fucking little tiny ass kids, dude. Little troll hobbits. And one thing, one day, one one thing too. Why are so many streamers so fucking short, dude? So many of them are so Mm. tiny. Oh my god. Anyway, um, because they're scoliosis man i maybe i don't know lack of vitamin d from getting sun i don't fucking know man but anyway that's it so uh enough about that shields i heard you've been uh rooting and tooting wearing them cowboy hats and shooting baby oh you're damn right i have Mm. so i have to apologize because there's a lot going on in my background right now but okay um yeah i got um i got it at gamestop of course, we've been talking about that. Where? Um, uh, what, what's that? They did like. A, what is? <laughs> they did like. A, fuck you guys. First of all, sorry. <laughs> uh, they did like a nine p.m. It was really weird how they like handed the game out. Um, I got there at at like eight thirty, and they're they're doing like a nine p.m. Re- release. I guess I don't know why, but um, I guess to get home and like install it and shit. But. I got there and there was nobody there. It was empty. So I'm like, um, am I the only person in line? So I walk in and they're like, I'm, I was like, I'm here for the Red Dead release. And they were like, oh, yeah, we're doing groups. So we're going to give you like a like a number. And um, you'll <laughs> did you get like, one? come back at nine, basically, is what they told me. So did, I was like, OK, I was going to say, did you get one? And. <laughs> No, I got I got group two, and then I like walked out to my car, and I was just kind of standing there because I'm not gonna go anywhere. I was like, "Fucking, it's fucking like there's nowhere to go. It's almost almost time anyway." Yeah. So then I got to looking around, and literally, literally everybody was just sitting in their car. Wow. So uh, that's how I like kind of. I was like, "This is so lame, dude. Like, come out and like socialize. You know what I mean? Like, what what happened to the gaming society where everybody's like fucking scared and shit to like talk with their fellow gamers?" I think di- digital releases, I think, definitely play a part in that. Absolutely. So, as soon as like nine PM started to happen, everybody started to get out of the um, of their car and like walk up, and nobody was talking. I finally find I I stood next to this one kid in line, and he was like talking about some stuff that we we previously talked about, like the the script, and there's over like sixty hour weeks and shit like that, or yeah. sixty hour. Um, story mode content so i was chatting with him but um i got the game came home installed took like an hour 30 minutes and let me tell you guys when this game booted up i was the hypest i've ever been for any game release and i (laughs) i don't want i don't want to sound biased but i love red dead redemption and i love the first one 
but there's something special about this game and I don't know what it is quite yet, but I, I keep telling people that I feel like I'm playing on a PS5. Like I feel like I'm playing a next gen game that I feel like I haven't even reached the full potential yet because I played all weekend, like seven plus hours and they're still giving me like tutorial missions. <laughs> yeah. I've heard this, the so, systems get wow. pretty lengthy and there's a lot that like, that, I heard that game has systems upon systems upon systems. I can say this with like utter, I'm not like, I'm not trying to emphasize or anything. It's probably the best game I've ever played. Like hands down. Wow. And it's really, it's really crazy. Like the interaction you get, the immersiveness is all like, so it feels so real. Like just today, for example, I guess I'll, I'll spoil it. It was like a side mission. So I'll spoil this. It, it doesn't really matter. You know, the likelihood of you guys even finding this mission is like so slim, but if this is I was the, in world, if this, if this is the first one I find, I'm going to punch you. It's not dude. Don't worry. <laughs> I was in world and I had to get a debt for um like your gang i i guess i'll like talk about so basically this game uh takes place in 19 or 1899 which is 10 hours earlier or 10 years earlier than red dead one so everybody knows john marston from red dead one and he yes. is hunting his gang down his previous gang to save his family because he's getting scammed or like set up by the fbi um, so this one is taking place in in the gang, like when John was in the gang. So you, John Marson is in the gang, and like you can interact with him and shit. And um, like one of the first missions is you like save him or something. But um, so does it? You, so how how like is there any indication that John Marson will eventually like part ways? Is or is he? basically along for the entire ride like how how critical of a role does john marson play as far as like being in the gang dialogue whatnot is it very minimal do they do so they... i have to i have to say this i went ahead and read what the last mission is and i'll just say that he is extremely critical okay the game. <laughs> okay yeah i, I don't, um, I, don't so... I don't know how i feel about that man i don't i don't know like i feel i wish they would have kind of well it's not it's not it's not um Oh, how do I put this? Basically, in in this game, like you're you, he's there, right? But yeah. he doesn't really like play a big role, really. Like he's just kind of there, and you can interact with him and stuff, and it's cool. But it's more so you're playing the character. Uh, his name's Arthur Morgan, and um, you're in Dutch Vanderlyn's gang, which is the one from Red Dead One, and you're living through Arthur to see how the gang is. So it's not like you're playing John in any way. And he doesn't really make that big of an impact at all. Because basically you're Dutch's right hand man, right? Um, okay, so I thought that starting out, but it's you're more of like a son to him. So like hmm. Arthur and John joined the gang when they were very young. So Arthur and John are like kinda like kinda like brothers, but not really. And Dutch kind of taught them everything they know. So they're more of like he's more of like a mentor to them but there's this other feller nice gentleman his name's micah and he's like a gun he's like a hothead gunslinger he's kind of like dutch's right hand man okay but um this mission that i'm talking about in particular um 
you like this person owes the camp the gang a debt so you're going to collect the debt and this is just like a side mission um the guy didn't have the money right so he's like oh but i know this panther this like really rare albino panther cougar <laughs> that you can hunt and um whenever you sell the hide it will pay back my debt so he takes you up to this like <laughs> i don't i can't even put into words how creepy like ominous this place was but you go into this den and it's like this big cave and your guy has a lantern so you can pull the lantern out and it has like real time like shadow tracing and like the 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 flame flickers and shit it's insane um the lighting looks really good in that game you go down into this cavern and like the guy's like, oh, it splits up here. I'll go left. You go right. And in the like in the background, you hear this cougar. He's all pissed off, like hissing. He's like, get the fuck out of here or whatever, right? So you go down and he splits off and you're holding this lantern. And all you have is like a little pistol, man, because you can't pull out your rifle and hold a lantern at the same time. So you have this little pistol and you're like, oh, shit, I'm about to get eaten by a cougar. Hmm. And uh, you go down and you like hear the other guy die in the distance. He like the cougar like mauls him to death. Is it like and, all pitch uh, black too? It's pitch black. You can't see anything. <laughs> oh, shit. And you just hear him screaming and like his voice is like reverbing through the like it's so real, man. It feels so real. So you run over to his body and you're like, oh shit, he got eaten by the cougar or whatever. And then like the cougar attacks you like right then. So it's it's, it's so yeah. good. Just after <laughs> after watching you play it a little bit, plus some of what I've heard and then some clips and whatnot, man. The game looks so fucking fleshed out. Like everything looks so unique. Every interaction, every person you talk to, just everything. Have you have you ran into a tree yet with your horse? Uh, multiple. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Multiple. All right. Um, your horse can die. If your horse dies, it's like permadeath. You have to find a new horse. Oh shit! It's really. Oh, there's no. like. Is this kind of Dark Souls esque like saving where you don't have any save points you can revert back to or? Can you, uh, you have back to a save point. You have plenty of save points. It's more so like there is no auto save, so you have to remember to save. Mm. Um, there's like a hat system where you can pick up any hat you see, <laughs> and you can put it on. And then like if your hat gets shot off or like if you fall, it'll fall off and shit. And if you don't pick it back up, you'll never see it again unless it's like a rare hat that's like. It's like a collectible you can unlock. It will respawn like with your wardrobe. But um, out of all the hats I've seen, I've only like come across like three uh, collectible ones. Like there was a scarecrow in some field and I shot his hat off and picked it up and put it on my head and it unlocked like the scarecrow hat or whatever. But there's a lot of unique things about the game. And like you just have to play it. That's all I can tell you, like, give advice. It's like you just have to buy it and play it because it's like it's I don't know how Rockstar even managed to, like, pull off the feel and like depth it gives. Eight years, man. Eight years in development. That'll fucking do it. I have really high hopes. It looks absolutely spectacular. I can. It's it's coming to PC. I'm sure of it. And I'm going to play it. Oh, it has has to. It has to. There were some moments I was watching Shields play where, like, <coughs> I just come. I was looking Easy. at something that I thought was, <laughs> yeah. Don't don't get hurt on us again, fam. Uh, please. There was a uh, there was a moment where I came in halfway through and 
I was like, oh, this must be a cutscene. And after like 30 seconds or like a minute, I was like, no, this isn't a cutscene. This is the actual game. I was like, yeah, holy shit. Yeah, so, I heard when you hit the touchpad, like it enters like a cinematic mode. Like, and yeah, so place- they have a cinematic mode. Um, and like it's it actually works. It's not like GTA five cinematic mode where like if you activate it, you can't see anything. It actually works. So um, that's a good improvement. If you're if you're on a horse and like you set a waypoint, it will follow the the trails and you can put it in cinematic mode and your horse will auto run and follow. the. So it's kind of like the auto run feature. Yeah, that's cool. Um, but hey. to touch up on what Boris was saying, like with the cinematics is like it goes into a cinematic and like the cinematic is obviously you can you can tell it's a cinematic, but then when it comes out of the cinematic, it's flawless. There's no yeah. load times oh, really? at all ever. So so I thought it was still in the cinematic mode, and then he's walking around, and I'm like, holy shit! And then his menu comes up, and I'm like, Jesus Christ! How long were you out of cinematic mode for? Like, <laughs> see, that's what pisses <laughs> me off. Like... I I hate those fucking moments where it comes out of a cinematic mode and it draws back with no load times or anything, and then your character just standing there like a fucking idiot for who knows how right. long. Yeah, there's none of that, man. It it goes into the cinematic. Like there was this one scene where like these people are coming to attack us or whatever, and like. It was like a story progression. So he was talking like to progress this the plot or whatever. He was like, oh, shit, uh, the people are here or whatever. And then it comes out and they're like setting the barn on fire while I'm in it. And it's still in the it's still in the cinematic at this point. But then it comes out and like you're in the barn while it's on fire. And he'll be like, oh, here they come or whatever. And like it's it's like right then like there's no low <laughs> like it. I don't know, man. It just it's so good. That sounds awesome. I cannot wait. Yeah, I've, that, I've loved seeing you play it. So it looks like a fantastic game, and that's going to go places. You, you playing it on a uh, regular PS4 or PS4 Pro? Um, I'm playing on a Pro. As, as, I, oh my god! How's the performance on it? Does it god. run at 60 FPS at all, or is it running at 30? It it runs at 60. It runs at 30 on the regular PlayStation. Um, everybody, a friend of mine. <laughs> uh, sold his PlayStation Pro and bought an Xbox at uh, whatever the fuck XS or whatever One X. Uh, the yeah, the new one that just came out that has like yep. uh, for the uh, whatever. So it's, it's native 4K on the X, the new Xbox, and I'm playing on the PS4 Pro, and it that shit looks fucking phenomenal. So I would not do that. I would not recommend doing that. I'm you, sure his looks really good. How many of you guys have 4K TVs here? I do. Nope. No. Nah. I mean, you have a 4K monitor. That's close, right? Yeah. Close enough. Okay. I just want to make sure I'm not the uh, only one. If anything, I would recommend playing it on the monitor over the TV because it's like less surface room to like look at. Yeah, true. There's just so much. It has three different camera modes too. It has first person, which I'm probably going to, after I beat the game, I'm probably going to go through and just play first person because it's like a whole nother experience. And then there's like three different third person modes. There's like an up close, a middle ground, and then like a super far back. Like, like you're a freaking like playing GTA two. Huh. Well, shit, dude. Yeah. After watching, yeah. After watching clips and you, man, I'm that game. I'm fucking hyped. It's just, I don't, I don't want to play. This is just we're fucking playing on PC is done to me. God damn it. I don't want to play 30 FPS. I really don't. I don't want to do it. <laughs> So, uh, all right. Well, <gasps> no, I don't have the fucking thing set up for the news music. All right. Anyway, we're going to transition into some new, speaking of Red Dead, some news. Very smooth segue. I know, I know, I know. 
Uh, so scroll down here. You, you can actually talk about um, Boris's news topic that he brought because it's related to Red Dead. That's right. That's right. I said you, didn't I? Okay. Um, yeah. So Boris, tell me about <laughs> tell me about how much money Red Dead's made. So yeah, uh, we've heard Shields going on about how good it looks. Um, well, it may look good visually, but it also looks really good to the investors. Red Dead Redemption 2 broke records first three days. This is an article on Variety.com. Pulling in more than $725 million in worldwide retail sales, achieving the biggest opening weekend in the history of entertainment. It's fucking crazy. Of, of entertainment, dude. <laughs> that includes the, not that even tops movies. the highest grossing movie in history, Anything. Avengers Infinity War, which earned more than $640 million during its opening weekend Jeez. earlier in the year. Jesus fucking Christ. The only the only caveat to this statistic is that technically GTA Five made more. It made about a billion dollars because it opened on a Tuesday. Red Dead was released on a Friday. So had they been uh, released a couple of days earlier, that number probably would have been. You know more. what's even crazier about that? It was it was released on a Friday at nine p.m. That's fucking crazy. Easy. Well, and and I would say also a bunch of people at TwitchCon probably didn't get it that weekend until after. There's probably a lot of other factors. So, um, but yeah, this is uh, this is ridiculous. I mean, this is you're talking about movies that don't even get close to this in a weekend, a yeah. shortened time frame for this statistic to accrue. Uh, there was a couple of other records that, that broke. According to Sony, Red Dead set records for highest ever pre-orders highest one-day sales, and highest sales for the first three days in market on the PlayStation Network. God damn. And as a 97 on Metacritic. On both. 97. The Housers have to be fucking just swimming in hookers and cocaine right now, aren't they? <laughs> like, they just, they have to just, yeah. They are just lit, like, just probably ecstatic. Man. Could you just imagine, like, you work eight, nine years on this kind of a, th a project, and to just have this payday. Yeah. Afterward, it's got to be cathartic. Hopefully, all the people who worked on it. is well worth it. That's what I'm saying. Hopefully, all the people who worked on it got compensated proportionately as well. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. that, with that right there, there should be no reason why they can't, you know, slice a little bit off the side for everybody. There's no fucking mm -hmm. thing. almost made a billion dollars day one, dude. It hasn't even the, been out a couple of days. Three, yeah, three days. Three days. I'm sorry. Almost a billion dollars. Yeah, first three days. They're actually developing Red Dead 3 right now. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> get back they to fucking work. They on Red Dead 4. Way no breaks. <laughs> so I wonder, I wonder how long they're going to... I wonder how... I wonder how long, just like with GTA 5 Online, once Red Dead Online comes on, I wonder how much they're going to milk the fuck out of that. I can imagine with the success of GTA 5, they're probably going to go ahead and... Yeah, got to get those horse cards. Leave that hey, bad as boy long dry. as uh, the cowboy cards... Million. <laughs> yeah. As long as the DLC's free. I mean, GTA 5's good, let's face it. But, yeah, oh yeah. I mean, the D it got a little ridiculous with like the paywalls and the... the oh yeah, freaking horse with the Leonardo da Vinci wings or whatever, but um, <laughs> I I think I think two, that... two million dollars. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, I can I already know it's coming, but I'm yep. still gonna play regardless. Oh yeah, dude, I'm gonna buy that horse with da Vinci wings. That with a smile with <laughs> a smile amazing. on your face, huh? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> uh, 
So let's see. Where can we go to? I guess I can touch on. We can do game news or yeah, game releases. Oh yeah, we didn't even do game releases, did we? Oh my god, I totally skipped over that. Okay, I figured. Okay, well, a little out of context. I'm sorry. My brain is all over the place right now. Um, so we're gonna go through some game releases. No Man's Sky: The Abyss DLC comes out today. Came out today, actually, live right now. Yeah. They actually did release yeah. it. We talked about it. It was coming. Yeah. I, so so it's basically all, all underwater, it, right? It's this underwater shit. Yeah. So if you guys like going underwater and exploring the scary shit on planets. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Nope. I've had bad experience with, bleh, experiences with liberty. Words aren't coming out, but bad experiences with water games. Yeah. Subnautica terrified the fuck out of me with that shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then we have Elite Dangerous uh, Beyond Chapter 4 Beta, which is currently live now as well as of the 30th. Yes. I'm so- super, super stoked for that, by the way. Just wanted to add that this is supposed to be the mother of all beta chapters that comes out this year. This is going to be the last of their major content announcements that they announced for uh, for this year. So anyway, just super looking forward to checking. The beta starts now 1030. I think it runs... I wanted to say it was two weeks. Maybe it's, I think it's a month. I don't have it in front of me. I forgot. Sorry. But no, um, there's a whole bunch of changes of visual overhauls, um, game mechanic changes, new features, a whole bunch of stuff. Sweet. Check it out. Uh, then we also have Diablo 3, the e- Eternal Collection, coming out for the, on the Nintendo Switch on the 1st. Uh, then we have uh, Overkill's The Walking Dead for the PC coming out on November 6th. That's I think I've seen a couple of people playing the early access beta to that, right? It looks like trash. Yeah. No, <laughs> doesn't be, what happened so to Overkill, honest. though? Like, what in the fuck? Like, the last couple of games, like... We're, we're charging full price for that, too, man. It's like, really? Yeah, I would play really? it if it was like 30 bucks. Oh, God, that's hard. That's hard. Um, and then we have Ark Survival Evolved, the Extinction DLC, comes out on November 6th. I forgot so about Ark. Get you back yeah. into Ark, Biba? Uh, I, I might. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm not hearing a no. I'm, yeah, I, prob- I probably will. I'm not going to lie. Um, because I, I've seen a couple of videos of it and it looks pretty fucking, it looks pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. Holy so, shit. Looks dope. Wait, it, it does. If, uh, these are, these prices are crazy though, dude. Uh, do you have the season pass? No. Apparently, that's how they're tying it in. At first, you have to have it be a season pass holder. Oh, so, which sucks because it's fifty bucks, which is totally that's yeah, that's 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 yeah. crazy. You know, wild. It's wild, like selling the game all over again. Yep. Well, wild cards like in their last stages of like trying to milk arc for every as their player base has gone down. You know. Uh, you can tell they're trying to milk it for whatever they can, which is what they're known for, but I don't give a fuck because that game, 800 hours later, I don't give a shit. Like they yeah, do. milk me, I'm ready. That's right, baby. Milk these udders, baby. Um, also, <laughs> Fallout 76, the PC, oh beta, the PC beta came out today, and boy, is there some bugs. Wait, hold on. Am I reading this correctly? There's... There's bugs in a Bethesda game? No. Oh, boy. Tell me about it, Shields. All right. So eight hours ago, as of now, um, I noticed that Beth- at Bethesda support tweeted out, beta players, we are aware of an issue with the client and are investigating. Do not click any buttons on the client for the time being. <laughs> 
So I was like, what? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> so uh, come to find out, if you clicked on the launcher, any buttons, it would delete the entire beta from your PC. <laughs> and you would have to re-download the entire beta download. Do they fucking test this shit before they put it out there? What the fuck are they doing, dude? I love Which this. Is, uh, amazing. By like, the way, that's a uh, 50 gigabyte download. By like that's like that's the most on-brand shit. Like the one thing your company is known for is just your shit being buggy as fuck. Like nail nail that down at least before anything else, please. And then they tweeted Fallout at Fallout. The official Fallout Twitter tweeted out: We are active, actively investigating an issue causing PC players to re-download hashtag Fallout 76 BETA. Oh, they think they're clever, huh? If you see a progress bar, please allow the download to complete. Thank you for your continued patience while we work to resolve this issue. That's fucking, that is garbage, dude. That is such garbage. I love that. I just love their tweet. Please don't click anything in the launch. Yeah, don't click <laughs> any buttons. You yeah, just leave the client. Who the fuck is going to read that shit, too? Nobody. Who's going to find <laughs> Literally out? Literally nobody. I fucking and clicked everything and off. the fucking game deleted it. <laughs> <laughs> Cat walks up on your launcher. They just keep like patching it or something, and they're like, "Man, another fifty gigabyte patch. That's like the so, fourth one today." <laughs> I, have, I have to say, I did see the beta on um, Xbox One. Uh, I think they got like early access or something, and I was like, "Boy, I am not playing this game." <laughs> it just like so, Fallout Four was just not that good, dude. Fallout Four was just not that good, and them trying to like hamstring this into that, like, like who wanted this, dude? Who wanted this? Also, they did an awful job porting Fallout Four to the PC. Just horrid. I just man, yeah, I, heard I don't about know. That. Like Skyrim, I never played it. I can't get into Bethesda games, man. Like I think the, Skyrim I can get behind. Yeah, the Elder Elder Scrolls series. Like after playing Skyrim, I'm totally on board for whatever they have next. Just because I think they have a lot more like lore that they can explore, that they can you know dig into and explore. Yeah. Uh, you know, and craft a completely unique and different story. Fallout Four just felt like more of Fallout Three, with a story that I did not give a fuck about. I don't. Okay. I don't know why, but something about Fallout Three when I heard Liam Neeson's voice, uh, that got me sold. Because I like I like I like I like Liam Neeson's voice a lot. I like it. But um, yeah, I don't know. Typical though. What was right? that Wolf movie he was in? The Gray. Yeah, I've, I haven't seen that. I've heard it's good though. Oh, it's actually yeah, it's actually pretty good. What? Dude, that's like his best movie. Yeah, I'm, it's really good. I'm behind on all movies, man. Okay. This came well, out like ten years ago. I know, dude. Every everyone, <laughs> you know what it is? Is because I always forget about them. Ten I, years I, ago. I need. <laughs> it probably was honestly. Um, no, definitely I, because not. If, if I go down, like, I need a list. I need like a Google spreadsheet of just all the movies that I have never seen that I need to catch up on. So, have you seen the thing, the original with Kurt? That is one um, of my favorite movies of all time. The practical effects okay. in that movie are among my favorites. I tried watching it with all my right. wife the other day, mm-hmm. and she was like, "This is fucking boring." I'm like, "You just you know, <laughs> come on, man. It's like." The best. Have you seen Stephen King's It? The first and second one. I have seen the first one a long time ago, though. I was but a wee lad. Like the did, did you when enjoy the when they're grown one? up too? Uh, no, I didn't. I think I'm probably maybe seen a little bit of the second one, but I don't remember enough of it. Okay. If I'm being honest, I kind of hated the remake. 
Oh, the, the new one sucked so much donkey so balls, dude. Yeah, I heard it was bad. Okay, I just wanted to make sure it wasn't just me being like, no, this is nostalgic. I like the older one better. Not to get so off topic, but I took, I bought a friend a, a ticket to go to see that because he thinks scary movies are dumb and I needed somebody to go with. So um, we went and there was like, the it was sold out theater. The theater was huge. It was all fucking high school kids and they were all on their phones throughout the whole movie. Wow. They, they, there needs to be a no phone policy in a fucking movie theater. <laughs> it's almost like there already is. Yeah. Uh, uh, anyway, yeah, fuck Bethesda. Yep, pretty Move much. Uh, that yep. sounds business as usual for them, so. Um, trying to think here. Uh, I'll start off with my story, because right. why not? Uh, the U.S. Feds basically kind of did something, something that I thought was pretty cool. Uh, I just saw this story. Oh, it got published yesterday. I actually found this on tomshardware.com. Um, U.S. feds allow DRM cracking to preserve abandoned internet-based games. Uh, so the right to repair exemption isn't the only exe- ex- exemption the Copyright Office and the Librarian Congress added to the U.S. Digital Millennium Copyright Act, the DMCA recently. Effective as of Sunday, abandoned games that normally require an internet connection to the original developer service can now legally be preserved by official third parties, thanks to the exemption of the DMCA. So basically, if you played a game that was strictly meant to be played online, you know, connecting to whoever the developer or publisher servers were, basically, if you can, you can host your own servers now and just, you know, connect to that. What is this? What does it mean by official third parties? Do you know? I mean, I can imagine probably like actual like host, you know, something along the vein of, uh, like if you were to rent a server on parties would be like, um, Everybody, everybody that has ever pirated a game knows what Skid Row is. Um, it's basically a guy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Compiles. But like, that would that would be considered a third party. The fact that they say official third parties makes it sound like they're still kind of putting enough of a gray area that they can be like, nope, you're not allowed. Still, I, oh, I, that uh, well, I think he is. Wouldn't that also? I think be... they're just kind of. No, oh, God, I'm sorry. Mary suing them. Like I think they are officially saying that third parties are officially third parties, not like. Oh yeah, Skid Row is an official, <laughs> like crack. Like yeah, I don't think they're saying that. Okay, I, I'm I'm all for this. I, Dude, yeah. If you if I you love the fact that they're yeah. opening it up more, allow me to play SOCOM two somewhere, please. Allow me to play SOCOM two somewhere. I'm reading God. down here. They're saying um, when the the 2K games uh, the developers of Bioshock um wanted to re-release the game they faced the problem where they couldn't find the game files so they had to like scour the employees computers to find all the missing pieces and put Wait, it back together for the re-release what <laughs> you'd be, are you, you dude, fucking serious you would be surprised i i have heard stories that developers like especially from a lot of older older games that there's no one has the source code like people lose the source code all the time for games and nowadays That's, there's GitHub. Uh, that is so. a that is a very, <laughs> I would, very common so. thing. I would get fired if I lost code for something that I made or something like that. Like that, there's so many. Well, if they're pri- if they're like private companies and not publicly traded, there may be some looser or, or lesser controls in place. But like that's very like SOX compliancy, like regulatory required stuff like you just do that's just stuff you do that's just crazy like you would make a game to sell to make money and be like ah fucking put the code underneath my fucking trash pile or whatever and here i am (laughs) here i am i get mad when i lose a box cutter at work 
<laughs> All right. So, uh, fam, tell yeah, me, tell me about, uh -huh. oh. tell me about the uh, Microsoft is prototyping an Xbox controller that's a phone attachment. Yeah, this is actually really cool. There's been some uh, little articles released about this, some like news that has been surfacing about this, and it's seems pretty fleshed out their concept for it at least and what it is is it's essentially a two little like controller parts like it kind of imagine the switch out has the left side joy-con and the right side joy-con it's like that except it's an xbox controller essentially yeah that like... you can slide onto your phone and then control games that would normally be touchscreen games and they have some really neat features that they've got planned out there's going to be a char a charging dock that you slide these parts into gives enough charge for a while they don't have any specifics out yet of course um there's also going to be three different grip sizes that you can just uh click onto it so depending on your phone size if you have a smaller phone it might be more comfortable to have a smaller grip as compared to like a tablet you might want bigger grips and it looks honestly really cool i'm looking forward to seeing this come out yeah and it's this this is basically supposed to be their controller uh for when like project x cloud gets released right exactly yep so because the whole That's concept their streaming service yeah which we've talked about this thing. at yep. nauseam before in previous podcasts and their whole thing so uh I, it, how does it, it work <laughs> i think it via bluetooth, bluetooth yeah i think bluetooth uh, i'm pretty sure bluetooth it doesn't specify in this article in specific but that not, makes sense so not only do you have to worry about latency from streaming from your pc to your phone or you know streaming from a server somewhere but then you also have to worry about bluetooth latency Man, from connecting that Blue, to your bluetooth latency is like let's so be, bad dude yeah. let's be real though if you're playing on your phone you're not expecting like yeah. top quality you live in like a you live in like a straw hut somewhere <laughs> <laughs> that's what i picture <laughs> oh shit yeah so that's that's, that's still pretty cool though um yeah, it looks like it's kind of taking Taking some uh, aspects from the Switch, it also kind of reminds me a bit of the old gaming controllers that you used to be able to buy for your phone, like the Moga Pivot or something like that. Uh, so, so who 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 put this in? About twenty eighty Ti's founder editions are failing on people. They're they're fucking up or what? Me and Fam both uh, saw yeah. this, but do you, do you so, want to cover it? Do you want me to show oh, here, I'll, no, I'll, you can, you can I'll, cover it? I'll touch it. How about that? I'll take that from you. It's from, uh, it's an article on digitaltrends.com. So I'll just kind of read the first paragraph here. Concerns are mounting over the failure rate of NVIDIA's RTX 2080 Ti graphics cards uh, with increasing numbers of reports of dead dead or dying cards from early adopters. Some, di some display issues involve artifacting instability immediately after being installed while others began to show signs of degradation after a few days despite a lack of manual overclocking or voltage manipulation. NVIDIA's recently... This is the second paragraph I let. I'm reading almost the second one. Uh, NVIDIA's, NVIDIA's recently released RTX Touring graphics cards the most powerful consumer GPUs ever made and support exciting new gaming visual... I probably didn't need to read this because uh, this sounds like almost like a sales pitch. Yeah, Never mind. That's a good card. DLSS, ray tracing, stuff like that. And this is... Hey fam. For a lot of people, what, this uh, is huh? What new card did you get? With your new Honda's. gaming PC? Oh, card. I thought you said car. I was like Honda Civic. It's not new. It's kind of <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> no, what new yeah, GPU? So this is the card I have. Um You have a TI? And I've been having some issues, huh? You have a TI? Yeah, TI. Oh, look at yeah. you, fancy pants. <laughs> 
and I've been having some issues streaming, but not not to this level. And that's that's just for separate reasons. Yeah. But apparently, some of these people have had a. They've got a card, it's failed on them. They've got a replacement card, and the replacement has also failed on them. Wow. <laughs> Can oh, you imagine wow. that feeling? Oh, I'd be so mad, dude. And on top of that, with all the other shit that's been surrounding the 2080 TIs, the delays on delays on delays, price hikes, uh, the newest TI that's released by one of the companies being actually at MSRP and stuff like it, that. It's... It honestly feels like they like rushed this card out though, like because the 1080 Ti's didn't come out, but like a few months before this one came. Yeah, what? 1080 Ti's has... came out like more than what? It was more than a couple months. It was we're, year, are we wasn't talking it? 1080s or 1080s well, or the, the 1080s? The 1080s came out like. Of two years like a year ago, ago but right? the the ti didn't come out until like it came out like eight months after the uh, 1080 came out they yeah. didn't release the ti at the same exactly time. it's been about in a yearly increment oh really so then they came out with the about. ti right out the gate with this one yeah yeah uh, okay 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 i i, I smell what you're stepping hmm hmm now they're gonna have the rtx 2080 xi extreme <sighs> oh my god uh, so NVIDIA's like, they're, quote, working with users individually, but we're not seeing any broader issues. That's the most non-statement statement. They're like, <laughs> uh, everything's fine over here. Don't worry. Did, did you try unplugging it and plugging it back in? <laughs> Man, I can just picture, like, sending my card off and then send, it's telling me that they sent me a new one and it does the same one as my old card. I could just sit there and be like, they sent me the same fucking card back, those... Or a fucking or refurb or somebody else's shit. Somebody else's shit. You start shit, to put yeah. like a tiny scratch on like a small location of it. Just check it when it comes back. Make you, sure you lick Ooh. the you lick the piece of hair and like lay it on this. Oh, getting nineteen eighty four on this shit. Yeah, James Bond baby. I learned that from a James Bond movie. I've never seen a James Bond movie either. Uh, they also do that nineteen eighty four where they like put Have a small seen... piece of hair on a book. Wait, when... what? Yeah, you haven't seen any. No, I've never seen one. What? Have you seen The Thing with Kurt Russell? Uh, yeah, actually, it's one of my favorite movies, dude. The practical effects are amazing in that movie. Okay. I love that shit. That's all you needed to watch. Yeah. Why would I watch? Why would I watch fucking what's what's his name? Pierce Pierce Bronson. Isn't oh, that Pierce Brosnan? <laughs> yeah, Rich Brosnan. 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 I don't fucking know the guy. The 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 dude from Mrs. Doubtfire that gets an orange thrown at the back of his fucking head. I don't remember his name. You do it for Sean Connery, dude. He was in like the 20 fact, of them. Like, look, the I, fact that you have to reference him from Mrs. Doubtfire tells me all I need to know about your movie. I like Mrs. Doubtfire. It's one of my favorite. I like that movie a lot. Okay. Look, I, I, I can agree with that. I like, I like, when I was a kid, I liked happy go lucky feel good movies. Okay. My mother was an uh -huh. alcoholic. I needed a happy I place. One of them. One of them fruity boys growing up. <laughs> well, if if by that you mean throwing fruit at people's heads, yes. I didn't even know Pierce was in that. Yeah, he was a uh, Sally. No one did. He but was. Bebop. Yeah. <laughs> this is fucking like the most obscure reference. <laughs> Pierce Brosnan has been in 150 movies, but Mrs. Doubtfire was his most notable role. That's for me. It was. I have no idea what any other movie that guy's been in other than Mrs. Doubtfire. Honestly, that's the only frame of reference I have from him. That and 007 oh, Goldeneye, weird. and that's it. So, fuck you. Fuck off. Uh, <laughs> God damn it. 
Uh, I mean, we, we, we could touch on this uh, Intel partnering with Streamlabs. I don't know. I mean, we kind of already talked yeah. about TwitchCon. Do you guys want to touch on that real quick? Yeah, sure. I can talk about it quickly. So, okay. um, I seen Streamlabs, these. huh? I've see, seen these two at TwitchCon. So, they exist. Yeah. So, the idea behind them is kind of what you've seen with a lot of like tiny Linux boxes or tiny set top boxes. Uh, Streamlabs is partnering with Intel to make one of these that you essentially rent out for um a hardware as a service type mentality it's going to be something around 30 dollars a month it's going to be a tiny box that has everything you need to stream it's gonna well some of them do there's different tiers so you can just get the box you can get the box with like a webcam and headset and stuff and their idea behind this is you pay 30 dollars a month and it already has Streamlabs loaded up onto it everything's all set up it's just essentially plug play and stream to make streaming to Twitch as simple as possible in a very small form factor. Am I-, I can already tell you the quality of this thing is going to be so shit. Yep. <laughs> it has a USB 2.0 and yeah, an no, i5 processor. Really surprised me. Yeah, the i5 processor. But, but then again, with an i5 processor, especially with the new, like the 7 series, like I think that would be fine as long as you're not playing and doing that. You know, I mean, as just purely as an encoding box, you know, i5 7300 would would do all right you know yeah i think you're right also just as a note i see it's similar to zotax boxes or the intel nooks i've bought and used both of those before they're both around like 200 300 each see charging what? 30 dollars a month you can literally buy one after so less than a year i didn't <laughs> i didn't know that they were doing like a rental service though i didn't know that that's what they're doing they don't they're, do they allow you to buy them straight like outright Surely they uh, have to. You would think they, they probably would. will. This article doesn't mention that. This is mentioning the rental version. Mm. But well, yeah, I saw them. They look pretty cool. I mean, it depends if you want to have like a dual PC setup, but without having to worry about, uh, you know, actually having another fucking computer and that the cost of that. You know, it's a cool option. I just don't. Am I am I alone with this? Where I I do not like Streamlabs OBS at all. Am I alone in this? No, no, it's garbage. It's I, convenient, but it doesn't work as well as OBS. It's yeah, got a lot like of the nice features where you can spin the wheel very easily, set up giveaways dead simply. You have the nice tabbed interface and all. And now, now they have a uh, work as efficiently. Now they have Inkbot integrated directly in it as well. So, like, as mm-hmm. far as it's it being a fully a lot featured more limited, tool, Inkbot in Streamlabs OBS is a lot more limited than Streamlabs Chatbot, which is the converted over Inkbot. Yeah. Uh, but they're starting to add more and more features now. It. I will I will say this though, like Streamlabs, where they've you know obviously formerly known as Twitch Alerts, seeing where they've come in the last year with the type of deals and stuff like that, that they're working on. I don't know. They're they're solidifying themselves in in this community for fucking sure. So yeah, oh yeah, they've they've no, made... they're definitely were they're they're huge. Like they're definitely making a name for themselves as like the standard. Yep. And I think that they have, a, like Shields was saying, right? It, I think it's a really good concept to have kind of this all-in-one software that covers your alerts, your commands, your moderation, um, and, and all of the bot controls with like a streaming application. It's just way too early sort of stages right now for it to be yeah. reliable. I will say this, though. Um, touching back on the streaming box thing, they are claiming 1080p 60 fps right out of the box so i would definitely keep your eyes open on that because if that's true 
and it's not using the uh, NVIDIA encoder, and it's actually using software encoder on the i5. Um, this could be this could be a pretty good alternative. Yeah, because I mean, ultimately, i5s, especially like after after the sixth gen Intel, like the i5s, they they basically become the new i7s. You know, if you look at the, even the eighth generation, how many cores do the 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 i5s have for the the eighth generation Intel's? They have what six cores in them? I think something like that. That's what my i7 has in it. Yeah, I mean they have. Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah, they have six cores, I believe, right out the gate. And uh, but anyway, I'm also interested in like how you control the settings too, because all I see is HD. It looks like a capture card. And so how, how would you be able to set like bitrate or anything? I I believe it's just essentially a Linux box with Streamlabs loaded up onto it, with their own kind of custom distro of Linux, is what I assumed. So like a little, like a pop up window or something. I don't know anything about Linux or any of that bullshit, so it's just an operating system like Windows. So does it run in like a, yeah. almost like a like a VM window on your actual desktop, or how the fuck does that even work? It's literally completely separate from Windows. Instead of okay. having Windows on your machine, you have Linux as the operating system. Huh. So similarly, to how you can go into settings in Windows, it's just a different path for a different Linux distro. So for them, they're probably trying to mimic consoles. So you'll just have maybe a tab or something that you go over to. Man, dual Some kind of an interface. Dual PC streaming yeah. seems like just a big pain in the ass. But uh, yeah, I saw these straight up. They look cool. You know, it seemed like that was kind of the main reason why Streamlabs was there. Uh, I got to spin their wheel, and I won a, a backpack and a sticker. Yeah, one of the people we went with went right after me and won like a two hundred dollar headset. <laughs> Oh shit! <laughs> I was fucking god an damn Intel, it! An Intel headset? No, it's a Razer. It's a Razer Kraken, like the full oh, full wireless that. ones. But okay, I've heard yeah, the mics on those that. things for free. For free, no. sure. But uh, <laughs> I wouldn't buy a Razer Kraken. Too hit, too inconvenient free, to carry yeah. around. Well, regardless. Um, but yeah, that kind of does it for news. Kind of a light week this week. Nothing too crazy going on. It seems like the entire community gaming community in general is just kind of stuck on red dead and all the crazy shit that's going on in that game uh but yeah i don't have right to be damn it yep yep um you want to move on to community questions first question coming in i'll leave this one off from confection witch confugi what was the last book you read with over 100 pages mistborn just finished that trilogy. Does Hustler Great count? trilogy. <laughs> they don't have 100 pages, dude. What the fuck? Well, not, not, not when they all stick together, though. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> if you stick, like, the covers together. <laughs> uh, fuck. Dude. I honestly can't think of fucking the last time I read a book, dude. Uh, um, the last time I read a book was in elementary school, and <laughs> I looked this up prior to this question. <laughs> um, it was a book called The Ghost Comes Calling, and it was a like a, a ghost story about a kid that goes to camp. And, yeah, and uh, there's gets... a ghost that like keeps telling him to like follow him or whatever. God damn it. I... He never follows him. By the end of the book, he follows him. And um, it was right at 100 pages. So, yeah, I have uh, elementary school. When you said the <laughs> so what, what was it? What was the name of the book? The Ghost Comes Calling. So, and as soon as you said that, and then you said a child, my brain went to a very dark place with a very sick sense of humor. 
All right. Especially being in the um, middle. So Mistborn. Mistborn's a good book. Yeah, I really enjoyed that Mistborn? one. Mistborn? What is the Mistborn? Is that what it is? <laughs> yeah, Mistborn. It's um, um, a trilogy, or I guess die trilogy if you include the spinoff Alloy of Law trilogy. But um, it's about, it's in a, it's set in a high fantasy world where not really magic, but kind of magic-like powers are a thing. It's a, a dystopian world ruled by what's called the Lord Ruler. You ingest metals. And these metals give you different powers to be able to manipulate fuck, people's man? minds. Uh, Some Elron Hubbard object, Elron Hubbard shit, or what, dude? And it's it's an amazing book, very well written. Absolutely loved it. It's really popular in the sci-fi community. Yeah, here we or go. Not sci-fi, high fantasy community. You ready, you ready for this? Here we go. Last book. Last it. book I read. Full last full book I read was The Giver. That was a good book. Was I it. enjoyed The Giver and Tuck I, Everlasting. Those two I read around the same time. What, what's The Giver? Fam, you were probably barely in kindergarten when I read that book. It was in middle oh, school. 190, <laughs> 195 pages, so I guess you passed. Yeah. What about you, Boris? Does the fall Ikea count, uh, catalog count? Yes. That thing's yes. like 2,000 pages probably, <laughs> yeah. so yes. No. Um... I was trying to remember there were a couple of books that I read probably 10 years ago that were like major, like 500, 600 page sci-fi type novels. Oh yeah, Twilight series. I wrote my own fan fiction. (laughs) (laughs) The werewolf. Hashtag Team Jacob. He gave me his hairy dick. Um, I don't, I've never seen it. I don't know what a Twilight (laughs) is. Bruh. (laughs) He had a hairy dick. Um... Red rocket, you red rocket, over. red rocket. Um, his little world. <laughs> red rocket, red God rocket. Damn it! It would howl at the moon. I would say uh, one of the Dune series. Probably Ooh. I reread. I reread that um, probably fifteen years ago was the last time I reread it. Um, not the first one. The well, I read the first one multiple times. The second one. Um, I can't remember if it was uh, God Emperor of Dune or Children of Dune. One of those. God, my uh, friend of mine bought me Neuromancer for a wedding gift, so I might read that. Mm-hmm. It's like a cyber cyberpunk like science fiction from Dude, like eighty four. Nineteen eighty four, yeah. Fucking yeah, nineteen eighty four was like the year for good shit, man. Seriously, yeah, the the year for Blade Runner. Also, oh, to be shit. honest, Kavui, uh, I just kind of completely stopped reading recently started using audible freaking love that so nice what did you call her this uh kumfugi kumfugi yeah kumfugi also this podcast is not not sponsored by audible by the way so just no not at all but i just but here's my code famagachi (laughs) (laughs) it's a promo for himself and not the podcast (laughs) (laughs) how the fuck did you land that deal Seriously, though, <laughs> Audible, if you'd like us to, you know, spon- if you'd like to sponsor us, that'd be recovered. Yep, we do it. Yeah, Re- it's great just having the actual, like, audiobook up, listening to it, sometimes reading along if I feel like it. The book doesn't actually come with Audible. That kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. You just get the voice book version, audiobook. So you need to find other means to get the book book. All right. We have a Red Dead-related <laughs> question. Kurtonimus <laughs> asks, did you purposely, purpose?" Purposefully, purposely is it purposefully or purposely? Purposely, did you purposely braid? It's a fucking weird word. Did you purposely braid your horse's tail so you can see his balls better? 
It's a uh, I would like to add yes. that he also added, I know Shields did. I did not, you sick fucking perverted bastard. So wait, hold on real quick. <laughs> Have you put a shotgun to a horse's ball sack yet? Well, not mine, and I can't catch another horse because they run off every time I shoot. So right. that's it's really hard. That's going to be the first thing I'm going to do. I'm going to pull out a fucking pistol or a shotgun and try and blow my horse's balls off. I, just because I want to see what happens. For science, yeah. Makes sense. It's oh, like a Duke Nukem game to you. <laughs> All right. Uh, fam, if you could move your cursor so I could read the question, please. Thank you, sir. What are you... Nope, it was in the Discord, or uh, not in the, the doc. Never mind. Okay. Um... Oh, <laughs> I guess that question was only, like, directed towards me. No, I <laughs> yeah. didn't. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yes yes, yes. Did you? Uh, on my farm i braided my horse's tail so i could see his sack better <laughs> IRL. IRL cowboy sure, about the game? Uh, yeah yeah sure that too <laughs> so uh what okay so t bishes asks uh what is in what is it in games that it, that are instant turnoffs what is in the what fuck i can't read what is in what is it in games that's an instant turn on for you guys? Thank you, fam. Thank Didn't we you. talk about this before? Did we? We did. I think we just talked about like characters zombies. that we would like do it with, essentially. Or is it, did we no, talk no, about? No, this was like an early episode. I said yeah. zombies turned me off. We did this talk about this. I wasn't yeah. Nice yeah. fucking try, T. Bishes, trying to get us with the same question twice. We actually didn't answer it. What about turn ons? So I think we talked we about talk turn-offs turn mostly, but I don't think we talked about turn-ons yet. Okay, I'm, I'm all down for talking about getting turned on. I'm down mm -hmm. with that. Mm -hmm. um, for me... Gunplay. Yeah, gunplay is a big thing for me. I love a games... I love when a game gives you a moment where you feel empowered as fuck, dude. Like, like in God of War, when the first time you fucking rip something's head off or like a super like important moment and then they get the music playing and you're like they have the, the shot from the ground up of Kratos and he's standing up with his fucking old man six pack and chest coconut and he gets the music whoa, 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 and then makes me feel all like or super machismo. whatever in Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 when you're on that bridge and you're dying bleeding out and that dude slides you that desert eagle to shoot mm. that guy in the chest. <laughs> I love that yes! moment. So essentially, like epic moments for you guys, like singular epic events. Something when 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 they capture a moment to a fucking T. I I love when they they hit all the notes correct. I don't know. Yeah, Mo scenes like that. I like that. For me, it's humor. I freaking love any game that has great humor. That's why the <laughs> that Portal series <laughs> is literally my favorite series. Which one? Portal. It's a great puzzle series. I love puzzle games. And just the lines if that I, they have in that. No comment. Crack me up every time. No if comment. If I had to pick a game that like resembles fam, I would have picked Portal. <laughs> you, you get Which me one, would, he, would it be the big robot or the, the little robot? I prefer the little robot. Like yeah. Wheatley. That's, that's Portal 2, is it? Yeah, Trap? Portal 2. All the yeah, different... The uh, portal all the different, Cinematic Universe. Uh, portal cores. I think they're called are great. There's like, this, like old fan. Western core that's hilarious. I th his name's fan, Rick. like knows the lore behind fucking. Oh, I Portal. do. <laughs> Portal2Soundboard.com. You can listen to all of them. Okay. Also, <laughs> also, oh also, the podcast not brought to you by Portal2Soundboard.com. Spamatory, spamatory. I don't appreciate you getting these fucking plugs out. Okay. We Thanks, demand. Com we demand compensation. God damn it. That's not even a site. 
I got kids to feed. It's not even a site? No. Fuck you, fam. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know no what? Is a site. You know what? Fuck Portal. You know that? <laughs> Fuck Portal. <laughs> you know what is a site, though? DiGiorno.com. DiGiorno, it's not yes. delivery. All, it's DiGiorno. Also, DiGiorno, delicious. Their fluffy crust? Mm, fucking, oh my God. Mwah. Love it. Cheese crust? Ste- cheese stuffed crust? Fuck, Ooh, we lost it, guys. Dude, yeah, we that's it, man. Oh, my God. No, I fucked it up. We lost it. No, it's okay. It's okay. We can. We got this. Sejourno, please. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you, know, you, know, you know what also is a website? Fucking Metacritic. Who's ready for some Metamania? No, wait, wait, wait. Wait, what? What? Wait, Boris didn't tell us his turn on. Oh, yeah, shit. Um, oh, on? Boris, what turns well, you on? This is important. Definitely... Did you, you know, know? <laughs> I, I like a good listener, um, somebody who is there for me, um, unconditional. No, I like uh, soundtracks. Honestly, the soundtracks in games, yeah, legitimately. Okay, that makes a that makes a big deal for me because there are some kind of wonky games like Hotline Miami, which at first oh. I was not a hundred percent into. Everybody told me it's the greatest game ever made, and I was like, okay, cool, I'll give it a shot. Got into it a little bit of a rough start. You know what got me through it was the soundtrack. And uh, yeah, legitimately a really, really, really fun, you know, indie game or whatever through, uh, well, not totally, but Devolver Digital. But, uh, you know, soundtracks make it a huge difference for me. That and um, ambience and atmosphere. When there's like really good, like uh, lighting, the stories could be totally off the wall crazy. There could be $5, you know, crappy games or whatever, but if they've got really good ambiance and lighting, like, um, what was it, Hellblade? Ooh, yeah. That kind of thing. Basically, I saw a preview for that, and based on the visuals that I saw, like that, I don't really care so much about the story, the narrative, or whatever, but it was kind of the environment. So it's like good atmosphere, good story, or a good uh, soundtrack for me, definitely. And you know, and people may give Ark a lot of shit, but you know what? That that's a beautiful game too. Like when you have everything turned yeah. up all the way, that game looks fucking amazing. So anyway, um, all right, now he's ready for Meta Mania, baby. Meta Mania. I missed this game. What? Been a good minute. All right, so for anybody who might be new to the podcast and has not heard one of our Meta Mania games before, Meta Metacritic is an aggregate website where they basically take it compile a bunch of uh, reviews for a movies, video games, basically any genre you can think of. In our case, we're going to be using the video game section. Um, so they take all the video game review scores that are out there and compile them all into one average score. Our contestants here, what I will do is I will list a game. They will have to guess what the Metacritic score is. They have to try and get as closest to that score as possible, either above or below. It does not matter. And they have to finish the game with the least amount of points. So you want to try and get as close as you can to the actual Metacritic score. And if you get, if you get, what is it? A 10 point deduction? If you get it, it's 10 points, right? You get a 10 point, 10 point deduction if you end up getting it right on the nose. So with that being said, let's fucking get it going. We need, I need to, we need to get some music for this dude. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. I'm I'm, I'm, going to work on that. I'm going to work on that. Okay. So you gentlemen ready? Mm-hmm. So with loaded. with the recent release of Red Dead Redemption Two, I only it would only be fitting if we did a cowboy themed Metamania this week. 
So. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> <That's> fucking... <laughs> Red Dead 2, 97. <laughs> yeah, nope, we're not doing any of those games, all right? So, uh, okay, so to start things off, we have... <laughs> came out in 1999. Was released for the Nintendo 64. Oh, no. The game yes. is Harvest Moon. Harvest Moon 64, God. released in Japan as Bokujo Monogatari 2, is a farm simulation video game developed by Victor Interactive Software and published by Natsume for Nintendo 64 video game console and a third party. Blah, 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 blah. So he plays like a, a cowboy working on a farm doing Nintendo stuff. So, yeah, Harvest Moon for the Nintendo 64. I'm highly familiar with this Nintendo stuff you speak of. <laughs> we know you are. I don't fam. know. I don't know about this. So, <laughs> 1 to 100. I'm dead on. All right, everybody got your scores locked in. Boris, what do you got? Uh, let's, I don't know, 88. All righty. And fam, what do you got for me? 92. 92. Ooh, damn, Sam, optimistic. Shields, what do you got for me? Oh, yeah. Um, I'm going to do 81, but I think it's higher, and I think the main reason it's going to be higher is because people are reviewing this based on nostalgia. But if but, they go back and play it, that game sucks. The the reviews also are based from like when the game actually released as well. So you have to keep that in mind too. So uh all right. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Harvest Moon for the Nintendo 64 came in with a Metacritic score of 78. Oh Bullshit. baby. Bullshit. That Fam's <laughs> like That's... disgusted. Nope. Uh-uh. Nope. Uh, it's too funny. So Shields off to a great start. All right, and the next game. So this game came out for the Nintendo Wii in 2009. The live action, <laughs> the live action, action six shooting Wild West adventures of Mad Dog McCree are blazing their way to your Wii. Take on the role of the bounty hunter in this collection of all three classic arcade shooters: Mad Dog McCree, Mad Dog Two, The Lost Gold, and The Last Bounty Hunter. Bring your own brand of justice to the ruthless evil plaguing the Wild West once and for all. The first live-action shooter on the Nintendo Wii. So Mad Dog McCree uh, for the Nintendo Wii. You said these are arcade shooters? Correct. They are arcade shooters yep. that they were put as a bundle out for the Nintendo Wii. Oh, look at you two. You're, so, you're almost matching. Look at that shit. All right. So Mad Dog... Okay, actually... I, I, might as well go through everybody's scores. Huh? Boris, what do you got? Um, I'm going to go with 74. This this is doesn't sound like a great game, but this whole like live action, maybe that boosted it a little bit. I just don't feel like this is going to do that well. And, but yet you, you, you gave it a 74? I gave it a 74 because I think they might have overinflated it for the new okay. tech or whatever. Okay. Uh, fam, what's your score? As an avid weir, uh, don't ever say that I know again. How we... Don't ever, don't ever <laughs> say that again. I don't ever want to hear that word on this podcast ever again. Did you say weird? It, it literally it sounds like weed everywhere. You know what I mean? <laughs> wait, wait what? In a car? You have weed everywhere? <laughs> Fucking Canadians, man. I'm telling you, dude. <laughs> Fucking weird. <laughs> What's your score, fam? I think 63, knowing that, like, we, they put on some, like, stupid-ass motion controls or some shit when you, like, point at your screen with that stupid remote that didn't work if it was near a window. You know they did. It was bad. 
Heart Shield. What do you got, dude? Um, I agree with Boris. Uh, that's why I went one point less than him. <laughs> so with a 73. All right. Mad Dog McCree for the Nintendo Wii coming with a Metacritic score of 31. <laughs> you should have gone lower. <laughs> that's... It's arcade games. They never do well. It's why, yeah, it surprised me because you guys are like, ah, I think it scored pretty low, but I'm going to give it a 70. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're rusty. We're rusty. Okay, all right. We'll, we'll chalk it up to that. We'll chalk it up to that. Game is. <laughs> 43 points off. You remember Back to the Future? Remember Back to the Future? Uh, when the, the kid's like, oh, wow, you have to use your hands for this game? No. Wait, what was what? it? Matt, uh, the, never mind. Never mind. Moving the on. The score, what was it? The you score guys... was uh, 31 was the score. Okay. Wait for you to update your thing before I start getting to the next you one. You have more than three points, uh, Shields. There okay, we there we go. All right. <laughs> on to the next one. I was counting. Damn it. Let on... me count. I've been a redneck for freaking the past week, okay? <laughs> All right. The next game. Gun is a revisionist Western-themed action-adventure game developed by Neversoft and published by Activision for Microsoft Windows, PlayStation 2, and Xbox GameCube, and as a launch title for the Xbox 360 in 2005. Gun, for the PlayStation 2, Xbox... Um, obviously, for all the consoles I just fucking said. Gun, released in 2005. Yeah. You guys, you guys are quick on the draw with that. No pun intended. Boris, what do you got? Yeah. 85. I heard Activision. Very nice. Okay. And fam, what are you picking? 82, which Very sounds nice. like a good number. All right. Shields, what are you going with? 89. Beautiful. All right. Do you guys All play? What do you guys think about Gun? Do you guys play Gun? Dude, I love nope. Gun, man. I like that gun. I like never gun. heard of it. I like played it, but I it actually it. came around the uh out the, around the same time Red Dead 1 came out, I think, right? Red Dead Revolver. Or was that earlier? Mm. Uh all right. So Gun which was released in 2005 for practically every fucking console, comes in with a Metacritic score of... 77. Mm. Fam. Yeah. Look at fam. Look at fam. Quietly, I'm telling you, this game I can win. Quietly taking the lead. Play like some sound clip to me, and I, I, I'm deaf. <laughs> I that. Uh, all right. Wait for everybody to get their scores updated. So you guys are all good to go. So, so far, we have Fam in the lead with 51, Shields right behind him with 57, and then Boris with 61. Tanking. No, totally no, tanking. Hey, dude, this next, you could, they could literally change in the next couple questions, dude. We have two more, two more games we have to do, so. Uh, all right. So, <laughs> this literally, this is the only description I could find in this fucking game, dude. You ready for it? Call of Juarez, the cartel, is the third game... <laughs> Call of War has Sorry. the cartel is the third game from the Call of War has series. It's enough to be a series. At <laughs> that's, least. That's, that's all I can. That's Are all, you serious? The only description. Is this, okay. There's Call of okay. Juarez, the cartel released for the PC PS3 and Xbox 360 was released in 2011. Oh my God. <laughs> Which I think, yeah, it's the third game. From the Call of War as series. Remember, mind you, third game. Oh, this so, one, like, 2011. That's old school for PC. <laughs> yep. Okay, everybody got your scores locked in? Oh, I, I, I'm ready. All right, let's go down the list. Boris? Uh, So I have a... I don't remember which one, but I do have a Call of War as game. 
and I don't remember which one it is, but if this is like the third one after that, um, I think it was pretty trash. I'm going 41. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fam, what do you got? Oh, shit, you guys went low. Fuck. <laughs> um, yeah, fam, you're fucked, dude. Call of War has great game. Best thing ever, 70. Oh, shit. Shields, what'd you go with? <laughs> um, I also have a Call of War as game, and why do you guys tell this me is the third game shit. that came out? This game. Sh- <laughs> I was thinking it already had two games before, and it must have been doing great. Maybe they just messed up on the last one. But... Oh, poor fam, poor fam. <laughs> Call of War as the Cartel, released in 2011, with a Metacritic score of 51. 71, you said? 51, fam. Nice try. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) See what these these scores are. That just changed the game up right there, dude. That just changed it up big time. Hold on, I'm stupid. One sec. Bust the calculator out. I'm trying, but I can't operate it. Is literally just adding well, in. Eight, cool. eight, eight, I used 57, to, dude. 65, man. 665, baby. Yeah. I guess 70. I have Thanks, 51 Dad. points. I'm up to 70 points now. Damn. Close game. See, I told you. Close game now, dude. Close game. So now Shields in the lead to 65. Fam with a score of 70. And Boris with a score of 71. Close game. It's close. All right. The last game. <laughs> the last <Angry> game. Typing. <laughs> Uh, came out in 2004, a blazing arcade-style third-person game fueled by precision gunplay. Red Dead Revolver is a classic <laughs> tale of vengeance oh. on the untamed frontier. The game is Red Dead Revolver for the PlayStation 2, once again released in 2004. So this is the first in That's the tough. Red Dead series. I'm going to, you know what? Since I'm in the lead, I'm going to let you guys go first. You know? Pick, I don't pick think that's how leading works, but... <laughs> yeah, it is. I'm going to let you guys go first. And I just have to say, it's been nice, you know, getting these three W's in a row. <laughs> these three George W's. You see, you notice how Shields right away told you the Red Dead Redemption 2 score? That's because he looked up all the Red Dead Redemptions. Mm, he, he was uh, ready. I, you know what? Shit. No, I, I tried to It was to in make... the article. No, it was in the article. He... We talked about it. Wait, Red Dead? No, 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 the, no. Oh, the first Red Dead? Okay, well, anyway. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's why I, I almost thought about picking the actual first Red Dead Redemption, but I'm like, there somebody had to have seen that somewhere, or, you know, that would have been too easy, you know? So, mm-hmm. all right. Thanks, so, Space Pinball. Red Dead Revolver <laughs> for the PlayStation 2 released in 2004 with a Metacritic score of 73. Did I win? Oh, shit! Oh, fam, what? Yes! <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Wait, wait, no, wait. Let's, wait, let's, get, let's, get, let's get the wait, final wait, scores. Wait. Get those final scores tallied up. Let's go. We'll do the tiebreaker just Should've for shits and giggles, too. you guys. Yeah. Damn, dude, by three, uh, by three points? Yeah. Damn, so that's 14 to your shield, so that means you would have 79? Mm-hmm. You, you tied Boris. Damn, that was a close fucking game. So, all right. Fuck. So, Shields. We'll do a tiebreaker yeah, anyway? yeah, we'll do the tiebreaker for third place. Okay. So, uh, Shields and Boris tied at 79 points apiece. Fam, the winner of Metacritic this week with a score of 76. 
Good job, fam. Ooh. All right, we're going to do the tiebreaker just for shits and giggles for third place, okay? All right. So, in Oddworld, Stranger's Wrath, Wraith? Stranger's Wrath. Wrath, Wraith? I, fuck, I, I wish I had the actual proper name of the game. Does uh, it have an I uh, Just in send it? us the link and we'll check it out. I have no links. So, looks like. if it has an I in it, it's Wraith. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say uh, Oddworld, Stranger's Wrath, okay? Uh, the new chapter in the Oddworld series, you'll step into the role of the stranger, a mysterious bounty hunter who tracks down outlaws for money. This game was released for the Xbox 360 in 2005. Oddworld, Stranger's Wrath. The fuck, dude? Never heard of this game before. And I have to say, by that description, this is a 43 game if I've ever heard. All right, we're going to crack this one up quick. Oddworld, oh, Stranger's yeah. Wrath, released in 2005 with a Metacritic score of... 88. Oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> My 69 taking me to the top. Uh, so let's just go ahead and say that Boris got second place. Shields. Oh, wow. Sorry, baby. <laughs> so the Boris, fuck is this game? Boris picked 59, fan went 69, games. and Shields went 43. Metacritic score of 88. Yeah, so Boris took second place. Congratulations, Boris. All right. Uh, but yeah, that's that is it. The win streak is over, boys. It's all good, man. It's all good. Well, uh, I don't know what we're going to do next week. We'll Maybe we'll start switching it up every other week. We'll start, you know, switching games up. We'll, I, we need to come up with some other stuff to throw in there. I want a whole bunch of games Yeah, to if play. you guys have any ideas for games, tweet them at the Dweebcast. Please, please do. Anything. Um, but yeah, that's going to go ahead and do it for the podcast. So yeah, thank you guys for joining us. Um, once again, I'll throw this out there. Also, if you have not given the podcast, if you have not rated and reviewed it on iTunes, iOS podcast, uh, whatever the hell they call it. Um, yeah, throw, throw a review up there. We're doing a, a giveaway for a $5 steam gift card. If you end up throwing a review, if you're the only one to do it, you pretty much kind of fucking, you're going to get that gift card straight up just so you know. Uh, yeah, go do that. And I'm trying to think if there's something else I wanted to get out there as well. Uh, not really. All right, you guys. Plug your shit, fam. Starting with you. Uh, Famagachi everywhere, like Tamagachi, but with an F. Uh, on Twitch, Twitter, and that's it. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Twitch and Twitter are now defined as everything. You, you can you can go see Fam's beautiful face on him streaming now. All right, Shields, right. Where, where can they find you, Shields? Uh, Twitch.tv slash S-H-I-I-E-L-D-Z, also on Twitter, same name. Boris. And you can find me on Twitter at codename Boris TV and also on Twitch, codename Boris. And I am Bad Luck Bebop. You can find me on Twitter and Twitch. Same name, Bad Luck Bebop. Instagram. I think I have a Facebook too. I don't even fucking know. Maybe. I don't know. But uh, seriously, if you haven't, go give all these guys a follow. They're all great content creators and they all deserve love. Please show them some support. And uh, yeah, that's that is episode 15 in the can there, baby. Uh, we will be back next week. Once again, you guys, thank you so much for listening. You guys make this worthwhile for us. And we cannot say thank you enough. So uh, yeah, we'll be back next week. With some more. Guess fun. Later.